time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Am I sitting too close, Trevor? There's good? no buffer zone. Are we good? There's no, definitely no buffer here. This is the closest we've ever sat together. <laughs> Appropriately, it's in Vegas. So whatever happens in Vegas, we're going to tell everyone about right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, two Blokes Talking Tech. 374.1 uh, live from Las Vegas. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Nudident. Stephen, I don't know how many years in a row this is for us, mate, but uh, it's great to be here once again. It is, yeah. It's uh, a few for me, a few for us together. It is. But uh, again, we're at the CES Unveiled, the pre-show show, let's call it. Yeah, and we don't, I don't think we need to drag on it too much because most of our audience knows exactly how CES works. I feel like they live vicariously through us for CES, but it is... It's this weird thing where CS doesn't start for two days. The press day is tomorrow, where the biggest press announcements are made. But today, in a large uh, room at the Mandalay Bay, about 100-odd exhibitors paid probably big bucks, good bucks, to exhibit directly, fairly and squarely to the media. Because really, CS isn't about the media normally. It's about retailers and trade. And so this is their ability to go, you know, we want to get press. We want... We want people to know this is a good price i said to one guy do you do you sell this globally he goes no just in europe i went oh he goes that's why we're here like if this works we'll go global absolutely yeah it is that opportunity for these companies a lot of them are startups a lot of them products are still in development but it's their chance to reveal themselves to the world it's their their entry onto the world stage and when with an audience all the media from around the world two blokes talking tech i mean this is huge this is just if they've made this rundown this is huge so in no particular order. There's not in order of the coolest, greatest things. I did talk about the great people at Netgear and Uniden already, I think. Yeah, okay. well, they are great people, Netgear and Uniden, aren't they? Our sponsors, absolutely, yes. You've got Uniden cameras protecting my house right now. Yes, and um, Netgear Wi-Fi uh, connecting them together. It's great. The Orbi, yes, definitely. And uh, we can connect to them. Connect to the cameras through the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Such synergy Working in our sponsors. Like ebony and ivory. So, Stephen, uh, what do you want to kick it off with, man? Well, there's a lot of sm- a lot of products we're going to talk about are going to have the word smart on them. And uh, they all qualify because the first one I want to talk about is a smart belt. And it's called, I like it, it's called a wellness belt. But it's welt for short. Do you like that? It's called a what one? It's a, it's a wellness belt. but Wellness belt. Wellness belt and it's welt for, for, for short. Stay healthy the smart way. So essentially, it's a Fitbit built into your belt? Yes, but it, what it's got the sensor built up near the buckle, so it can monitor a few things. Uh, your activity, if you've been sitting down for too long, if you've maybe had a fall... A lot of alarms going off on this for me because it also measures your waist size. Well, I was getting to that. It sort of it, it politely says, uh, "Fatso, stop <laughs> eating." So. See that? You know, you know how on your belt you have that one hole in the belt that gets worn out a bit, yeah. and then after after a while, a different one gets worn out, and you really hope that it's tighter, but actually, it's the looser one. Yeah. So you've, if you if your waistline is expanding, it will give you like a wellness score in the in the companion app and say politely. It'll, it'll say what I'm about to say politely. It'll say, you're getting fat. So watch your waistline. You're eating too much. But it'll, it'll be a lot more polite in the app. 
So what what was their pitch here? Because obviously there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do with a Fitbit, but then they talk about things like your gait, like your your walking yeah, pattern, yeah. and yeah. they can detect that stuff. I don't know. Do we is that over information? Well, I think that I think better safe than sorry. I think is the is the approach here. And and what I like too is that you charge it up once, and it lasts the battery lasts fifty plus days. So the, you know your Fitbit, you got to recharge it every couple of days. Your Apple yeah. Watch every couple of days. This is 50, 50 plus days, but you've got to be wearing your belt. So if you're wearing your belt all day long, you can't be wearing your belt to bed or on a run. That's a good so point. Most people aren't that, wearing a belt in their the most downside. fitness of times. Yeah, that's the downside of this where, fair enough, if you're an executive wearing your suit all day or wearing your jeans with your belt on, but uh, it does it does have you covered though. I think the, the part where it measures you, you know, that tells you about your, if you've been sitting too long and your waist size, the, the sitting warnings would be obviously when you're in the office. And I think the other thing that's interesting here is because it talks about uh, fall risk. So the risk of fall, g'day Paul, the risk of fall based on your gait pattern, like the way you walk, yeah. And they can determine how well, likely you are or not to fall at any given is that time. A, is, that another, is that another polite way of saying you're pissed? You might fall over <laughs> yeah. or what? It can, what it can detect if you're wobbling side <laughs> to side. So uh, so you're covered by it. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I like the idea of incorporating these things into everyday items. Yeah. Because, man, I found myself, I don't wear the Fitbits and stuff anymore. Remember, I used to wear a jawbone all the time. Yeah. But mate, it's just in, wow. mate, that was so That's good. A blast from that was the past, a great little product. That was the first day to come up with that. But I got to say, I've given up on all that, and yeah. I don't even wear a smartwatch. I mean, so if it's incorporated into something more normal, yeah. that's a bit would more you positive. Wear this? I only I only have one watch? belt, so it's quite yeah, possible yeah, that it would be all I need. Are you a one belt, one belt man? One too? belt wonder. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> Creatures of habit we are. Well, look, I then the other the the one thing that took my attention last year was uh, a hip-based airbag. Do you remember that? It would explode yes, so as a fall was detected. The seniors. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it would be the hip, the hip airbag. Yeah, I remember right. that well. So the same company, Helite, are back with a product. Well, that's the same company, right? Okay. It's the same company. Yeah. Um, they're back with a cyclist's airbag. Now, this is a vest this is cool. you I wear like as this. a cyclist. Yep. And again, it detects the fall and inflates instantly around you. Now, I said to myself, mate, I mean, it's a vest. It's not really going to protect a cyclist muscle. He goes, mate, you smash your wrist or your elbow, that can be repaired. Yeah. But your neck gets injured or a vital organ is injured. So it's basically yeah. protecting chest. your vital chest organs. And Back. because there's there's some inflation around your neck, it does protect from a full like neck movement. Yeah. Oh, again, I love the idea. I just don't know whether or not these things are ever going to become a reality. Yeah, but I think this could this could mean the difference between being seriously injured in a, in a bicycle crash and possibly even dying to saving your life. And there are two, the sensor, there's a sensor built into the jacket, into the vest, so that if you just fall of your own accord, you, you have a you crash. Yeah. And there's also a, a, a sensor that goes on just below the saddle on your bike, so in case you get hit. So it can oh. detect that as well. There's two sensors on board, right. one in the vest, one that you place on the bike. Yep. So they work together. So if you get hit by another car, that the sensor on the bike will detect that and then and deploy the vest. If yeah. you just crash... That's what the the, the centre in the vest. Well, I guess is. you think about it. A cyclist falls, you know, uh, chest first on a gutter. That gutter is is potentially going to cause huge damage to your ribs. So an airbag is going to create a huge um, solution for that. Inflation uh, 80, eighty milliseconds. And look, the important thing here, I reckon, is the protection of your neck, your thorax, so your throat and your neck, and then your, and your back as well. Yeah, and uh, it's reusable because basically it's just a little air canister that. Yeah. 
that it goes off. So well, if, if, if it does street, happen like to go that. off, yeah, you just get a new canister. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think if you're a cyclist, if you're an avid cyclist, yeah. that's the one fear that you've got yeah. is that what, what happens if I have a, get hit by a car or if I fall over? Yeah. This is sort of one other thing. On top of your helmet, of course, you'll be wearing a helmet. Yeah. This is one other thing. And when you're wearing it, when it's not deployed, it, it actually just looks like a normal vest, zippers and everything in yeah, it. Too. I, I, and one of them, the, they both have uh, reflective patterns on it, but one of them is also just fluoro yellow. So it's also a safety vest at the very same time. Absolutely right. Nice stuff. Great, great little product, that one. Now, there were also a lot of sleep products. You notice a lot of health and wellness products. Yeah. And in particular, for, to, get you, to get you a good night's sleep, that was the, uh, the objective for a few products. Yeah. Uh, one that I saw was called Hupnose, which is the Greek word for sleep. Now, tell me if this is the scenario in your house, mate. Mm-hmm. If you, you ever cop the elbow in the ribs for you've been snoring? I'm never allowed that close. <laughs> Well, I have copped that elbow in the ribs, and uh, rather than this product, you wear it like a mask, and it sort of slips under your nose, and it's quite comfortable. I wore it, and if you if it detects your snoring, it's got a little audio sensor. If you if you're snoring, it can give you a little vibration on your mask. So rather than I'll tell you, you could do with this, Chris Bowen. Oh, right, okay. That man can snore. Right, there you go. Well, rather than him being elbowed in the ribs or me being elbowed in the ribs. I've just been finding things to throw across the room. Well, rather than you doing that, he'll get a little vibration that will then not wake him, but sort of warn him to, you might need to turn on his essentially, look, I won't lie, my wife just pushes me. So if I'm on yeah, my back, I snore on my back and yes. I just need to be pushed most, over my side. Most, most of us are on our backs. And so rather, this would sort of intervene before your wife has to. I like it. Yeah. So the one I saw then was a thing called Ergo Night. Now, it's a ridiculous looking headband. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you see me on national TV wearing this on Wednesday night. It'll be great, great content. Um, but the idea is actually not to wear it to bed. So it's not uncomfortable. You don't wear it to bed. You wear it several times a week. Uh, and you, you, there's an app. Like a, not a game, but a brain training app. So essentially it's detecting the rhythm in your brain, linked to an app, and the app teaches your brain to sleep better. Now, what happens is though, if you wear this three times a week for four months, you will sleep 50 minutes longer a night. And how, so what does it just detect your brain patterns and what, what does it, Man, I don't know. how does it make you sleep I better? I don't know. Okay. I'm just, I'm just taking their word for it. Yeah, right. It okay. analyzes yeah. your, your, your head, you know, your brain patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It teaches you using practice to, to train your brain to work a certain way and then it lets you sleep. I'm clearly making all of this up because so I've not tested it, mate. Using, it uses electro, whatever that says, EEG, uh, measurement device and personalised brain exercises in app. So you do the exercise within the app that'll help you then go to sleep. So you're only, you do the exercises. I'm oh, right struggling. Yeah. You right do now. the exercises while wearing the thing, just sitting at your kitchen table, yep. if you like, right? Wow. But the, the point is, you have to use it a lot, like over a course of many months, okay. for it to have any impact. So you don't have to be seen in public wearing this monstrosity. No, you do not, and you don't have to wear it to bed either. Okay, okay, cool. But, you know, again, not, not a terrible idea. And the other one was that uh, snuggly the, pillow. Some knocks. Yeah, this is like a, a bean-shaped pillow. Bit bigger than a football. big bugger, yeah. A bit bigger than a football, a lot bigger than a football, and it's a, they described it as a sleep robot. Yep. So rather than you popping sleeping tablets to get to sleep, you take little sumnox, well not little, the sizable sumnox to yeah. bed with yeah. you. Yeah. So you go to bed with the robot. Yeah. You cuddle it like a little, like a teddy bear, and it's got. Do a you cuddle a teddy bear in bed? No. I call my wife's name's Joe. I try, oh, I, I oh, hopefully oh. they get a cuddle there, but the uh, yeah, this this device you you cuddle it. And there's a little mechanism built into it so that it helps, it, it, it breathes 
in inhales and exhales. And what ends up happening is your brain then imitates that movement. So it's a soothing movement. It's like when you hold a baby in your arms and you kind of fall asleep. Have you ever, you know, when your kids were really little and you were holding them, and you'd I'd often remember this with my kids when they were little, you fall asleep with them because yeah. they're breathing in your arms. Yeah, so there's another one. Similar it's effect. interesting because there was another one that was an insert to a pillow that um, it's linked to an app and everything, but it went cool at night. So that you would go to sleep and then it would warm up in the morning to wake you up. So again, it's all these things around sleep because they've clearly realised that sleep is a massive issue. Like a massive issue for people, right? Totally right. It's a a life-changing issue. If you can't sleep properly, it affects your entire life. So no no wonder. And and the three we spoke about weren't the only three that that were up there. A lot more. And imagine how many are around in the, you know, in in CS Absolutely, absolutely. Rightio, well... Uh, a couple of months ago, I saw a product that was a cat feeder. So you've got a cat, you've got a bowl, put the dry cat food in, yeah. and then and it you... Can tell how much cat well, food no, no, ate. No, it was about which cat was eating. Oh. So what would happen is you'd have a stray bloody tabby come in, you know, the cat door and eat your cat's food or out the backyard. Yeah. So what you did, you put them... Yeah, every cat has a microchip, and you would link the microchip with the cat mm. bowl. And if, the, if it was the right cat coming towards the bowl, it would open up, and let the cat eat. If it was the right cat. Yes, so based on a microchip. On right yeah, right but this is this is groundbreaking. This company called Volta, Volta. have a product, uses facial recognition. <laughs> cat facial recognition. Cat face. So can um, can pick a pussy up out of a lineup. Is yeah. That right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Is that right? Can p- pick one pussy from another. There you have it. Wow, we. And so if, if the correct cat was recognised, yep. the little the top of the thing opens and the food's available. Right. If it's the wrong cat, no luck. How different can a cat's face be to another cat? How different? Oh, yeah, how different Ziggy and Zaggy? No, but they've got spots on their face. They're different. Yeah, there's all kinds of different. They look the same to me. Yeah, really? Okay. So if you've if you got two, say you got two cats, it can it's it's smart enough to distinguish between correct. one from one pussy. To That's the correct. Other. Yeah, absolutely. That is. If awesome. you happen to have two pussies, it can it can tell the difference between each. <laughs> That's remarkable. Well, that you've got you can, <laughs> that, you, that you can tell the difference between two pussies. That's awesome. I think we've gone to a place we don't need to go, and we do it all thanks to the good people at Ned Gear and Uniden here at Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode three seventy four point one. Uh, live from Las Vegas. We're at the Mandalay Bay at Unveiled. Press Day kicks off tomorrow. Stephen's here as a guest of LG. I'm here as a guest of a million people. You read about it on FTM.com. Yeah, I'm a guest of others um, as well, I should mention. Oh, you should yeah. declare. Samsung uh, and Hisense, yeah. yeah I, I couldn't begin to list, but they're all they're on the <laughs> website. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, everybody, yeah. Everyone was shipping. And well, well, one company that's here, a pretty well-known company, they're no, they're no startup. They're no. a massive company, Legrand. So they, they make the switches and, and PowerPoints and stuff like that, yep. uh, among others, and smart switches as well. And they're here to, they were here at uh, CES unveiled for their new switch that has an embedded voice assistant. So basically what it means is that you can have a speaker connected to your Zigbee compatible system and your Wi-Fi. So it's like having a smart speaker in every room of your house. So currently, if you've got a smart speaker, you've got to choose where it is. Unless you've got a, one in every room, you can't drag that speaker into every room of your house. So basically what this allows you to do is to, where there's a switch in your room, you can have a little speaker. So say you're in the bedroom, in the kitchen, in the living room, in the, in the wherever you want it, the laundry or the garage, you can have the switch with a speaker that links back to your smart system and your Wi-Fi so that you can, uh, it's Alexa powered, so you can ask The Alexa. speaker and a microphone? Uh, yeah, of course, yeah. So it could hear you, loudspeaker and a microphone, and, and embedded with the normal switch. So whatever switch you happen to have there, mm. so you could essentially have 
Alexa available in every room of the house. So say you're in the you're in the kitchen and you want to get a recipe, or you're in the bedroom and you want to get uh, find out some information or see what your day's like, rather than you having to wait till you got another close to a speaker, you can just ask what any room you want. I'm going to tell you, it's genius. And, and I'm not massive on all the Googles and, and, and Alexas, but here's the thing. If you want to properly take advantage of Alexa, you need to be able to summon her in every room. Absolutely. You need to be able to say, what's Whenever the weather? Yeah, what's yeah. the time? Is this set an yeah. alarm? Do these things. But also, like my wife doesn't want a little echo dot in every room. Yeah. No way. But you replace your existing light switch with one of these from Legrand, yeah. and you get a light switch. You also get a little speaker and a microphone. Oh, I love it. And because also you could do those like announcement things too. You could actually yeah. announce to other rooms and tell the kids to come down for dinner. Come down for dinner, or, or and again, if you if you you know you know when you set up an Alexa speaker or even a Google Assistant speaker, the first thing you do is assign it to a room. Yes. So okay, it's in the kitchen. So if you're in the bedroom, and you want to ask something. You got to come all the way out to the kitchen to ask it. Unless you got you know you got enough money to buy several of them and put them around the house. Here is a different solution, kind of home wide coverage where you can be anywhere in your home and ask Alexa for information or to for. for you reckon it'll come to Australia? Uh, it is, yeah. The guy said that the the switches are designed for different markets. So I'm holding uh, one with a black switch that has a different shape, and there's another. This is the uh, in the the light longer switch that's got the speaker below the switch. That's a European switch, and he said there is one that's going to be designed for the Australian market, which I think he said is going to be similar to the European one. Yeah, mm, which, interesting yeah, we'll have it on our stuff. Well. I uh, I grew up in bakeries. Uh, my mum's partner Gary is a very good baker. He owned many bakeries, so I've, I've worked in many bakeries and made a lot of bread. You've made ba- bread. You you know how oh, to yeah. make bread. Oh yeah, no, I've I've worked in many a bakery, mate. Yeah. I, I baked in Long Bay Jail, uh, the Baker's Delight at Woi Woi. What are you telling us, mate? You well, my, we had the hard work. we had the Hard Rock Bakery at Long Bay Jail. Right. So you went to Long Bay Jail and made bread. Yep. With the, with the, this wasn't part of your sentence. No, you were no. just there voluntarily. Had to, had to be where there with people who were on extreme sentences because to work in direct right? corrective industries, you needed to have pretty long sentence under your belt. Still, you still keep in touch with people, mate? No, mate, no. Okay, anyway, so when I could smell bread wafting through the hall at uh, Unveiled, I immediately beelined for that. And it's hey. a thing called the Wilkinson Baking Company. And let me tell you, they've created a bread vending machine. A bread vending so machine the bre- it's ba- bakes the bread oh this and is the thing the bread. it doesn't just sell it and dispense it like a vending machine it bakes it as well yeah. so think of though you know there's bread machines you can buy it at bloody big w and you put all the ingredients in and yeah. it, it, it make, mixes it, it all up gives you life in the morning right yeah, yeah. it's doing it in so imagine it's probably two meters wide yeah two meters deep two meters tall it's a box and it's it's and it's, it's, it's the well you the it doesn't have to show you the process, but it, you can see it if you want to. Yeah. But all the ingredients are in there, and it's making loaves of bread, and and then when they're made, they get dispensed into a shelf, and there's a whole shelf of loaves. You walk up as the punter, you might not even see the back end of it because that might be behind a wall. Yeah. You go, I want on a loaf of bread to say, do you want a hot one or just pick one? So you can pick one that you're looking at because it might be different types of bread, or you can just get a hot one straight out of the oven. Now, I did this, mate. It vended it in 20 seconds, put it in a bag. I walked away with it because I said, mate, I'm keeping this. I've touched it. I'm keeping it. I'm eating it. We ate it. It was great bread. But here's the thing. It's it's aimed at those kind of grocery stores that don't have a bakery. Yeah. So you're sure Woolies and Coles got a big bakery. They do, yeah. But what about your little IGA? Mm. Fresh bread. This shop. thing just sticks in the corner. Yeah. And hey, presto, it's Smart. making bread. I'm, it's I'm quite smart. Bread. I've gone off bread. Oh, well, mate, that's I'm just not wrong. eating bread. It's just uh, I'm trying. I've actually it's helped me lose a bit of weight. It's good, but if you're into bread, 
mate. That's your call. If I'm ever told that bread is the only way I can lose weight, I'll say, mate, fatty for life. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had a little bit of bread while I'm here, but at home I'm not having bread. Well, mate, I think it's a very cool thing. It's just a fun little... I guess innovation, and you don't see a lot of that kind of stuff in the food sense. So yeah. to see a bread, bread totally. being made in a conveyor, it's like walking, you know when you go to Donut King, you see the little donuts come out of there. Yeah. It's like looking into the window and yeah. seeing the the, the no, bread being made. It was very, very, very cool. It made me want to eat bread again. How's that? Well, uh, another product that I saw, and we're going to talk about around some eye eyewear uh, and te- yep. technology around that. The some connected eyewear called the Nex Optic. Now these are connected. These are smart. They call them smart connected glasses. And we're not talking the stupid Google Glass and you know the the you know how the Epson have got the Maverio. They're a different kind of smart glass. These are designed to detect when you're blinking, when you're getting tired and drowsy, where you're looking. It's even got fall detection as well. So it's designed for to alert people. Like if you're on a drive, for example, and you and you it could detect you know when you get tired, you blink more, and and if you're nodding off. If you're yawning, it detects all of that, and if that adds up to you drow- to getting drowsy, it gives you an alert. So first, Flashes it a does light. a flash of the light in your eye, in your eyes, and it gives you a little vibration. So it kind of wakes you up, but it can also be uh, uh, it gives you a within the app a reference to how you've been. Well, you you were tired here, and you were tired there. And it can also be used as the fall detection too. So imagine you, you've got uh, workers in like a dangerous work environment and they've got to be really alert to do their job or yep. if they, there's a risk of them falling over, there's that use for it as well. So for, for drivers, the, the first thing I thought about was it'd be good for if you're on a long journey and, if you, and you, there's a risk of you falling asleep at the wheel. So I, I don't know if these are the same as the ones that I saw. Um, they were pretty standard looking glasses with the red flashing light if you're yeah, drowsy. It was. It was and I thought they were called the, LEO Health or something. But anyway, yeah, these was, things also, when yeah. you when you were when it did flash the the second level, so the yeah. second level flash, sent an SMS to your family. Yeah, it was called LC Healthy. Is that the one? Yeah, LC Healthy. That's that's the one. Yeah, same one. We saw the same one. So yeah. it sent an SMS yeah, to your family who so, could be in the car with you yeah, to say, saying, listen, on, he's, he's drowsy. He's drowsy. Yeah, yeah. Drop off, you know? No, well, and in, in the, wherever they're from, France or wherever it is, yeah. it also can communicate with like roadside assistance or, you know, some, you know, emergency services who could then, their theory is, who could then look at the map and say, listen, it's five kilometres to a rest stop. I'm going to stay on the phone with you until, because I don't want to yeah. break to you. I've been tied behind the wheel. Be- nothing better than a phone call. Nothing better than a phone call because it keeps you awake. You're talking to someone. Again, really, really uh, impressive technology. Could did, did he do the demo where he held the app in next to his eyes yeah. and he blinked and it had the the, the yeah, number? I of configured blinks. them for my eyes and it yeah. was it was it was hard to do, but it, it yeah. configured just for me and it's really smart, thought, really smart. So then the other thing I did, I went and did this thing. I think it's called IQ, E-Y-E-Q-U-E, um, and it's a sixty dollar device pairs with your iPhone. And what happens is on the screen of, you you clip this device onto the screen of the iPhone and then you look through and you run an app and there's four tests you do for each eye. There's three buttons on this little device. So you're holding the phone up to your face and you've got this little device in your eye and there's three buttons. The first two are to configure. So when you look through, you see two lines, a red line and and a green line. When you press the buttons, you bring them close together. You bring them all the way together and then you press done. Another test, bring them closer together, done. And it rotates the lines around. Then you do the other eye. And it tells you whether you're near-sighted, far-sighted, or whatever. Test, yeah. yeah. Wow. So I'm like point, I'm, I'm, I'm like minus one off. Bowen, who wears glasses, is minus five. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm not that bad then. Right. But the thing is, they said, look, 
You do eye tests. When you go to the optometrist, you do eye tests. It's that moment in time. You might have been tired that day. You might have been having a bad day or whatever. You do an eye test, you know, day after day or or week after week. You get a better picture of your overall eye health and whether it's degrading or not, right? Did you? So what did it say to you? I I was minus one on my right eye. I didn't do the left eye. I didn't have time. But, man, it was a very cool little thing. 60 bucks. Now, it's not going to replace an optometrist. But if people use it, like, right, you remember I've talked about my eyes. I'm like, I think I'm – so I would love one of these. glasses to read. I don't care about reading, so it doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> okay, whatever. But, but I'm worried my eyes are going. So I, you know what I do? I'm st- I'm still avoiding the optometrist, but I'll get one of these things and I'll test my eyes every two weeks. And if I notice they're getting worse, I will head to an optometrist. I'll buy you a magnifying glass. Would that be better? And a little torch to you know, one of the light on the right, table. Listen, you? you were at dinner last night, shining a torch on the menu because you're an old man with bad eyesight. Wrong. Only it was it was dark for a start, and uh, it was not that dark. I don't. I don't. If I've got good light, I don't need eyeglasses to read. I had I had laser surgery years ago. Oh, you said Bowen was minus five. I was minus five and a half, and got my eyes corrected. So. I'm no longer short-sighted, but you know, as everyone gets older, their the ability for their eyes to focus uh, that that ability degrades over yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So um, that'll eventually be the need then for me to get glasses. All right, then one for the man cave. Uh, this was a Japanese company, I think, and it was a very strange-looking beer fridge. To be honest, very weird wooden door inside was a four. Oh, I don't know, fourteen slots. 12 slots in the bottom and then two up the top that you could see through the glass. Very weird looking product. The point is, it's linked to the internet. It's connected to their beer delivery back end. And when it detects that you're running low on beer, it orders you new beer. So I think of it like the Amazon Echo, uh, Amazon Alexa Dot or Amazon Dot. Yeah. You know, over here where you can push the button and get more get fabric softener or whatever. Yeah. It's basically that. It's a beer delivery it's service. And you know what? There's beer delivery services in Australia. So I, don't, I think they should hook up with them immediately. Yeah. Is that Jimmy, Jimmy Drinks? Yeah, or those kind of guys. You know? I don't know what they're called, but I don't drink beer. I've but seen the vans, yeah. Yes. So but that's all kinds of alcohol. What a great idea, right? Unless yeah. you're on, unless you're smashing it one night and you get from you know fourteen to <laughs> fourteen to one in, in, in one night, you're not going to deliver well, that night. But you got the boys over. if you're just you know one a night or something, and you yeah. get down to three, it's going to go. Well, time for an order. Absolutely. Great idea. Awesome. Like idea. it's fun things like that that I love about CS. What about how you do a bit of housework around the house? Don't you? Uh, not do you much. Do, do you do much? Do you do fold? Do you fold? Clothes? I fold a bit. Folding. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I, I've talked to a few people about this already. At uh, this product there up there, upstairs called Foldy Mate. It's basically like a washing machine size device that folds clothes. You just you can, you can fold. I've got one of those. She's about sure. this tall. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, and, and my kids helped out as well. But you She's not washing machine size. Just correct the record. Yes, she's no. beautiful Absolutely. and not anything like a washing machine. Totally right. And uh, yeah, so you, you clip the shirt or your pants or whatever pillowcases, whatever you happen to be folding, um, and it then takes it into the machine. Yeah, you know, bing bang bong, and then down the bottom, this folded shirt or pants pops out. I mean, amazing. Where are you going to put that? Or it'll be in your laundry next to your washing. Oh, yeah, how big's your laundry? It might not be in your laundry. It's not big enough for that thing. Uh, I could make room for it. Oh, you yeah, would make room I, I for could it. Make yeah, room for it. But yeah, it, it, you, that, that's the downside. It's not a little device. It's big, but it is. It can fold like kids' clothes up to double XL. She said, uh, doesn't fold sheets yet. So you run your own towels. Sheets. Towels. It'll fold shirts, pants. T-shirts. You have to you, tell you, it what everything is, or does no, it? No, it just text? does. You just, you just clip it in, and then it just drags it inside, and just can fold it. Knows what it is, and it was uh, anyone who's ever watched uh, Lost in Space. There was the original Lost in Space. There was a washing machine they used to have where they put the machine, put the the clothes in the machine, and they'd pop out 
folded and wrapped in plastic. This is as close to that as we're going to see. Foldy mate, uh, very handy. But if you don't, I, I, a lot of people I spoke to about this said they actually like folding clothes. They do it in front of the TV. It, it's, I don't like it, but it's one of those things we do just sitting watching TV. If it's TV. a chore, then maybe this is something for you. Stephen, there's a lot of people. You know how people at this event, they crowd around stuff? Yeah. That's how you know you should look at that thing? Yes. There's this stupid... That's probably why I didn't look yeah, at this one. Yeah, absolutely. This stupid-looking <laughs> toy. Now, yeah, I'm, I don't that? even know. Lovot. Lovot. Robot. It's a robot. It's a love robot. But it's not what you're thinking. <laughs> when I say that out loud, <laughs> wait a minute. Can I get so, review unit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Japan. It looks like a penguin without a beak. It's like a bear. With a camera on its head. Oh it's God. a tiny little thing. Quite heavy, I'll be honest. You could cradle it. It's kind of size of a maybe... Uh, I don't know, a six-month-old baby or something, chubby little thing. It's a robot. Now, I went up to the founder, Japanese fella. Say good day, mate. How, How are you doing? How was his English? Good. His English was great. <laughs> I said, mate, I'm just going to need you to tell me what this is. He goes, it's a useless robot. He said useless robot. I, I said, wow. I'm sorry, what? A useless robot. Okay. Now, later on when I came back and told the PR girl that he said that, she was pretty annoyed, <laughs> but essentially it does nothing. It, uh, it goes to sleep, it wakes up. It learns your voice. It uh, you know it's it's needy, but it, it's like it's a, a companion. It's a, it's a companion. It's, it's a virtual pit that doesn't piss and shit everywhere. It's okay. uh, you don't have to clean up after it. You and don't have to feed it. And it's called a lovot, and you can't do anything but cuddle it to it. That's it. So but get nothing, uh... but get this. It comes in a pair, so you get you get a twins. <laughs> do you want to guess how much a pair of these little lovots are? A thousand bucks. Higher. Two thousand dollars. Higher. Five thousand dollars. Higher. Come on. Six thousand dollars for a pair of useless robots, ladies wow. and gentlemen. That, in a nutshell, is unveiled at CES. Wow, the Lovot. If it could do a couple other things, or maybe it might be worth the yeah, price. If they incorporate a bit more love into the op. <laughs> yeah. Him and his and hers. Make it easier to clean up afterwards. His and hers. <laughs> But, you know, often you see those products on TV, you know, the you know, the, the kitchen, the salad chopper washes under the sink in, in two seconds and it's clean. So that's an advantage. Useless robot. Useless 100% useless. Robot. And uh, it got a lot of lot of attention. There was a bloke from The Verge spent fending him 10 minutes trying to get these people to give him one to take away. Wow. They were like, no way, buddy. I'm thinking, yeah, well done. Well done. Um, just trying to make a video about it. He was clearly taking the piss out of it. Was he okay? He, he was. Oh, I, maybe he misunderstood the Lovot yeah, name, but anyway. Um, look, Stephen, there's, we've, we've probably only covered a third of what we really saw tonight. Yeah. You've got a bunch of videos coming at techguide.com.au. We'll have a bunch of stuff up at eftm.com. Um, this is just the start, Stephen. Press day tomorrow, back to back, lots of things to see LG, Samsung, Panasonic, Sony. Yeah, yep. it's going to be a big day. There's already been some news, which, which we won't cover yet. We'll come to that later from yes. Hisense and Samsung, Samsung and others. And so LG, yeah, yeah. we'll get together uh, maybe tomorrow after the Sony press conference and talk about sure. some of the big stuff from the TV companies. Absolutely. But we'll definitely get together at least three, maybe four times this week, and uh, bring you all the best of CES. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. Uh, continue to follow us at Stephen Fennick and Tech Guide on Twitter, uh, Trevor Long and EFTM on Twitter, and, of course, our Facebook pages, and, of course, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. We do it thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. And then, Stephen, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Trev.